the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Saints of God, God has opened doors of opportunity for us to have a close, intimate, personal relationship with Him. But unfortunately, although that opportunity is made available to us, not many of us have and enjoy the kind of close, intimate relationship with God that He wants to have with us. One of the reasons why is because many of us don't know how to increase our intimacy with Him. God's Word, which you know is our instruction manual, tells us that there are things that we can do to increase the intimacy between God and me and you. There are pathways that we can follow that'll get us to the place where we have the kind of close, intimate relationship with God that He wants to have with us. So, come on, let's learn about some of those pathways that'll get us there. That is, into a closer, more intimate relationship with God. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. There ain't a person in this room that don't have a call on their life. There's not a person in here that was not created for a purpose. Every one of you is a people of purpose. We were created for God's purpose. Therefore, we are the purpose to draw now to God in order to learn of and accomplish that purpose that we were created. I said, we are the purpose to draw now to God in order to learn of and accomplish that purpose for which we were created. Because if you were created for a purpose, you need to know what that purpose is. Psalms number 100. Let's start to look a little bit at it. Praise God. Psalms number 100. We're going to start reading is stanza number three. Let's do stanza number two. Come on down. It says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. I'm a self-made man. No, you ain't. No such thing. Praise God. Ain't no such thing. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Did you hear what he said? We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. See, each of us are made to be God's people and the sheep of his pasture. Nobody else's. Where every one of us is made to be God's people and the sheep, and, and the sheep of his pasture. Nobody else's. See, God is a God of purpose. I love that about the Lord. He's a God of purpose. 
Because everything he does, he does on purpose. God does nothing for nothing. He does everything for a reason. And everything is always purpose-related. Everything he does is purpose-related. He does everything purposely. Everything he makes, he makes on purpose. You were not a mistake. You're here on purpose. Your peoples might not have intended you, but God did. They might not have intended you, but God did. Because everything he makes, he makes on purpose. Everything he makes, he makes for a purpose. Everything he makes, he makes for a purpose. See, we're God's creation who were created for a purpose. Every one of us has a purpose. I'm walking out part of my purpose right here, right now. Praise God. It's just part of my purpose. Praise God. It's another phase that's on the way. Praise God. Uh, But it's just part of my purpose right now. Each of us should want to know and fulfill the purpose that God has for us and the purpose that God has made us for. Because we're not only created on purpose, for a purpose, but we're created with a purpose. And we need to get about it, about it. Because we're a people of purpose. Therefore, we ought a purpose to draw near to God in order to learn of and accomplish the purpose that we were created for. That's what we ought to do. We ought a purpose to draw nigh to, draw nigh to God. It's one of the reasons why he's inviting you to draw near to him. Even that's on purpose. Why? So that you can run into your purpose. And each of us should purpose to do everything necessary to make it to and fulfill that purpose that God has for me and you. That once we find out that we, we are people of purpose, then your purpose should then shift to begin to find out what that is. I ain't talking about that you got to do anything, but your mind ought to go toward that. You begin to start thinking that way. You don't just jump into fifth gear. It's going to be some gears you're going to go through. Does anybody hear me up in here? You ain't got to be like all, all in all, all automatically the way you see other people in. Because the Bible says they compare themselves among themselves. They're not wise. But God is going to be nudging on you. He's going to be dealing with you. He's going to be talking with each of you individually. And begin to start drawing you a little closer to your purpose. Step by step. Inch by inch. Closer to your purpose. See, God calls us the sheep of his pasture. I like that. That's his pasture, not ours. That's his pasture, not nobody else's. Pasture is a place of provision. Pasture is a place where it is that we get a chance to be able to live and abide and reside and and stay where God wants us to stay. And many of us have set up pastures for ourselves. It's not the one that God's got planned. Many of us have set up pastures for ourselves. We got to roaming around and let somebody else follow, lead us to a pasture that's not the one that God's got planned for us. But I got good news. Your shepherd's about to lead you back to what he has in store for you. Take it from a brother that was going in the wrong direction, but heard the voice of the Lord. God will get you to what he has in store for you. He will make a correction and get you to what he has in store for you. Just have an ear to hear what he's going to say to you. See, sheep are animals who need to be led to the green pastures and the places of provision that God has for them. Sheep are animals that need to be led. He said, you are the sheep of my pasture, which means you need to be led. Otherwise, you'll never end up in the places that uh, were planned for you to be. You'll never end up in the places that God planned for you to be. That's why sheep need a shepherd. 
That's why sheep need a shepherd. And that's why if you ever have an under-shepherd called a pastor, if you ever have an under-shepherd for a pastor, you better make sure they can hear from God. Because they will lead you in the direction they want you to go versus the direction that you ought to go if they don't have integrity. If they don't have integrity, they'll lead you in the direction that they want you to go to fulfill the will that God put on their life versus to help you fulfill the will that God put on your life. Oh, yes, it is. Because most folk will manipulate you, pimp you, and get you misdirected to do what it is they want you to do. But not up in here, not up in here, not up in here. Mm-mm. God got a will for me. God got a will for you. And you're going to get to what God has in store for you. Because that's my purpose on earth to help you get to what God's got for you. Whether it's up in here or somewhere else, it's gonna, you're going to get to where God's got for you. Sheep, see, see, sheep without a shepherd are sheep who go astray. Sheep without a shepherd are sheep who will go astray. They'll go astray far away from what the shepherd is awaiting them and has available for them. They'll go in another direction and do something else. Usually we are people that look for the most comfortable direction to go. We look for the path of least resistance. That's why Satan knows all he has to do is bring a little resistance and he'll lead you in the direction that he wants you to go. Actually, he's not leading you. He's driving you in the direction that he wants you to go. Because you're looking for the path of leaf resistance. Some of you, because the direction that you were going, that was the will of God, got a little hard for you. You punked out, backed away, and began to start going to the easier way. But that's not God's way. But I got good news. God will get you back on track. Sheep without a shepherd are sheep who will go astray. They'll go astray, far away from what the shepherd is awaiting them and has available for them. Well, the Lord is our shepherd, and he wants to lead us and guide us to the green pastures that he has for us. See, the shepherd would go ahead of time, go ahead, find the place that was just right for that sheep. He would come back and get the sheep, and then he would lead the sheep into the direction he wanted them to go. And all that sheep had to do was follow, follow, follow. And he would get him the way he had to go. Sheep were supposed to gather around their shepherd and look at him for guidance. Sheep were supposed to gather around the shepherd and look at him for guidance. What were they supposed to look at? Him for guidance. But since their eyesight is so bad, they look to him by listening to his voice. They look to him by listening to his voice. Because sheep have poor eyesight. They can't see. They look at anything and everybody and they all look the same. It's all a blur. But what they do is they have keen hearing and their job is to be able to listen. And if they listen and put themselves in position to listen, then they would hear the right voice and then the voice would lead them in the direction they were supposed to go. They purposely search for their shepherd by actively listening for him and then listening to him. They purposely search for their shepherd by actively listening for him and then to him. They listened for him to be able to sort through the voices that they heard to find out which one was God, their shepherd. Once they found their shepherd, from that point forward, they then ordered their life according to what they was hearing 
and moved in the direction that it is he had in store for him. Well, you are God's sheep. You are the sheep of his pasture. And God's going to talk to you. That's why he wants you to put yourself, actively put yourself in position to hear what he has to say. To actively put yourself in position to hear what he has to say. That's one of the purposes of prayer. Is to be able to actively put yourself in position to be able to hear that voice. And then once you hear that voice, because you listen for the voice first. Once you hear the voice, then you follow the voice in order your life according to. Turn to John chapter, John chapter 10, please. Just a moment or two, and then we're through. St. John chapter 10. Give you a little peace today. St. John chapter 10. See, the sheep would purposely listen for the voice. Purposely listen for the voice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why when, 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 when even Adam was in sin, hiding in the bushes, blessed be the name of the Lord, the Bible tells us that the voice of the Lord came into the cool of the evening came into the garden in the cool of the evening. It was the voice of the Lord. Why the voice of the Lord? Because that's the sheep of his pasture. And he came to start talking so he can help him locate himself. Because he can't see, he couldn't even see where he was. It's to help him locate himself. See, God's going to help you locate yourself. We're in St. John chapter 10. See, God's sheep know his voice. And are not to follow anybody else's. Verse 27. Letters in red. Jesus speaking. Verse 27 says. My sheep hear my voice. And I know them. And they follow me. I like that. He said my sheep know my voice. Now you are God's sheep. He told you who you are. He said you are the sheep of my pasture. So that means you know his voice. Now the devil has trained you that you don't know it. But the devil's a liar. You do know it. Look at your neighbor and say, you know God's voice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Every one of you know God's voice. Yes, you do. You try to deny it. You try to deny it, but you hear his voice. You know his voice. You know when he's talking to you. And you're about to know it even clearer. But we'll get into that in a minute or two. Right now, let's work with the fact that you hear God's voice. That word here right there means give audience to. Give audience to. Or if I can put it this way, listen purposely. Listen purposely. Listen with the intention to hear. That, Lord, I'm ready to hear from you. I'm willing to hear from you. That's a line that you ought to learn to utilize with the Lord. Lord, I'm willing to hear from you. I want to hear from you. That I'm going to set myself over here purposely just to hear from you. That whether you speak or not speak, that's your choice. But I'm giving attention to your words. I'm giving attention to your voice. I'm going to give attention to you. Now you decide what you're going to do with it. There may be times that he say nothing. You just keep giving. And one of them times, he's going to speak up. And he's going to say something. Why? Because you gave attention to it. You say, give attention. Why? Because I know you. I like that. God say he know you. So we're his sheep. We ain't just one of a pack. God know you. That word know right there means know absolutely. God knows us absolutely. 
He absolutely knows what's best for us. He absolutely knows what's right for us. He absolutely knows what path is best for us. He absolutely knows. God ain't figuring stuff out along the way. He already absolutely knows what it is that he has to say. He knows it absolutely. God knows us like nobody else. That's why we ought to seek him and follow after him and nobody else. Because a lot of us have grown accustomed to following everybody else. But God said, no, you've got to learn to follow me. Because I know you absolutely. They don't know you. I know you. They fall for your purpose. I don't fall for it. They know you're faking. They don't know you're faking. I know you're faking. I know that thing that you put up as strength is cardboard paper mache to cover your weakness. God know you. I like that. I want somebody to deal with me to know me. Because sometimes I don't know me. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm still learning a brother. That's why y'all be shocking yourself sometimes. I didn't know I would do that. Yeah, God already knew you would. God said he knows us. He knows us like nobody else. That's why we ought to seek him and follow him. God knows us better than we know ourselves. Why? Because he knows us absolutely. We know ourselves barely. <laughs> we know ourselves barely. Said, so my sheep hear my voice and I know them. And I like this, they follow me. God has already spoken over you and said, you follow me. Oh, you have, which means you already have the ability to do it. The only question is, are you going to make the choice to do it? You already have the ability to do it. The only question is, is do you, are you going to make the choice to do it? So don't come up with no stuff like, I can't do that. You a lie. You can. God said you can. God already told you you can follow him. He already, gave, he already told you you got to. Remember he said he know you absolutely? Right after that, he said, you follow me. Which means you got the ability. The only question is, will you do it? That word follow right there means to be in, in the same with, to accompany, to be in the same with. You got the ability to be in the same with God. That includes same stride, same direction, same pace, same everything else. You got the ability to be in the same with God, same stride. You ain't got to be behind him, as in like way, way back and stuff like that. You'd be right there with him. You got the ability to be at, at, move at the same pace that he do? God, this is too fast. No, it ain't. Come on, speed up. But I can't. Yes, you can. Let's go. Because God know you. See, when God tells you you can do it, it's because you can do it. If God said you can handle it, you can handle it. Quit living the lies of your past. When God said you can do it, you can do it. Because he know you absolutely. Well, God know how much I can handle. Show do. You got divine dimensions. You can do all things through Christ, which strengthens you. For instance, if you're using something, you ain't got no business using, you could put it down today. That's what the word of the Lord is to you today. You can put it down today. Stop it now. Show the devil how you walk with me and, and accompany me and move in the direction I have for thee by stopping what it is that you know you ought not do. Shut it down now. Next time it look at you, tell it, I'm through. 
because you got the ability to do. Only question is, will you make the choice? Ah, I like that. Praise God. He said, we got the ability to accompany God. I like that word accompany because that means we ain't going by ourselves. That means even when we go into uncharted chartered territories, God said, I'm right there with you. They unchartered by you, but they chartered by me. Because I made them too. Praise God. Even though we're going into new territories, they new to us, but they ain't new to him. That's why you ain't going to be acting all new. Just follow God and do what he tells you to do. I like that. You don't have to like that. I like that. Verse 27 says, my sheep know my voice and I know them and they follow me. And, oh, there's another connection. And I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. See, the results of them following their shepherd is found in verse 28. God says, and I give unto them eternal life. The ones that follow me, I give them eternal life. That word life in the Greek is the word zoe, which means God kind of life. In other words, it's the kind of life that only God can give. The, only, the kind of life that only God can give. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said only God can give, which means that you ain't going to live this one until you follow God. There's a life that waiting on you that you will never live until you follow God. There's a life that you'll never, that, that God's got waiting on you, but you will never enjoy till you follow God. Accompany him, walk right, be right there with him as he moves forward into what he has in store for you. Now, many people have the incorrect thought in their minds that causes them to think that if they follow the will of God for their lives, their lives will somehow be worse than it was if they chose another path. Some folk, many folk, in fact, quiet's kept most folk have an incorrect thought in their mind that causes them to think that if they follow the will of God for their lives, their lives will somehow be worse than it if, than if they chose another path. That if I follow the will of God, then that means I'm going to live less of a life than I could have lived. So I got to sacrifice and live less of a life. No way, Jose. Mm-mm. It's following God that gives you life. I said it's following God that gives you life. And not just life, but he said eternal life. Amen. Word eternal means perpetual. Word perpetual means it starts, but it don't end. Amen. That when God gives you life, he gives you a life that don't end. Hallelujah. Did you hear me? I said don't end. Hallelujah. I said it don't end. Praise God. Hallelujah. That means you have life and more life. And then the next day, more life. And then the next day, some more life. Praise God. And then life and then just life. Get used to it. You're sentenced to life for life. Praise God. When you follow the word of God and do what it is you're supposed to do. But some people think that if you do the will of God, it's like I'm not going to have a life. I'm not going to have a life. You know, it's, I just got to just deal with less. Who taught you that? Devil put another stronghold in your mind to be able to cause you to not move forward into what God has in that time. He put another, put, put another uh, handle inside of you. So he can handle you. So he can keep you from moving into what God has in store for you. He didn't tweetify Joe Glastus. Cause you to see something you ought not see. But I got good news. I'm a doctor of tweetification. Praise God. <laughs> I got a name the other day. Call me Dr. Tweety. Praise God. <laughs> D. Tweety. Excuse me. 
Dr. D. Tweedy, praise God. I got a, doc- I got a doctorate in D. Tweedification. Earned, not honorary, praise God. <laughs> I say, no way, Jose. You gonna, the way that you get the life that God has in store, store for you is by letting loose of the one that you think you need to hold on to. A lot of people think that, oh, you know, it's a sacrifice if I do what God said do. I'm going down. What are we going to do about this? What are we going to do about that? Honey, 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 you're being lied to. Step into the will of God and see what God will do. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed with what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning about the pathways that we can take to have the increased intimacy with God that He wants to have with us. I hope even more that you're learning to take those pathways to the intimate relationship that God wants to have with us so that our God can get what He wants to have with us. That is, increase intimacy between Him and us. If you want to hit a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing words we're in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Now stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.